God had me to scratch the surface just a little bit last night about a gospel makeover, which is self-discovery. It's more than just an outward appearance. It's more than just a biological appearance due to a bloodline we connected to naturally. It's more than to just us releasing our specialties. It's more than just our personality, our traits. It's more than just our spirituality, our emotions, our thoughts. It's more than just how we think, how we taught, how we teach, how we perceive. It's more than just any of that. It's more than just us knowing what we have learned thus far regarding who we are as we were told. No matter bloodline, no bloodline, the school system, home, it doesn't even matter. We are more than just the apple of God's eye. We are more than just a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. We are more than just the salt of the earth. We are more than just a masterpiece. We are more than just a conqueror. We are more than just a lighthouse. We are more than just a powerhouse. We are indeed a powerhouse. We are indeed a potter house. We don't walk into a potter house. We are God's potter house. We are shaped and molded like a form of clay that is moist with water or any type of liquidy substance. And we're shaped with every fingerprint and molded. Handcrafted, uniquely and wonderfully made individually. We are signaturized specifically by God and how he looks at us individually. It's personal. The words that God says, it is who we are. Those words are not just around us for us to see, for us to touch, breathe, taste, and smell. We are the word of God. And when we see the word of God, don't just think about in one form and a book. I want you to take every word and look at yourself being what he said. We are a potter house. I know I have gotten you guys mixed up with the other audience. And you already aware because I confused it a couple of times. And you know I have a sweetheart. And I thank you for your patience. I thank you for... Just being considerate. Sometimes I thought I was talking to you. I'm talking to you. (laughs) And vice versa. But I 
caught it quick. <laughs> and I thank you for your patience. But I'm on here for you. I'm not in ministry. I am ministry. So are you. Every word that God says, it is us. <laughs> it identifies, it signatures us. It personalizes us. We are successful because we are success. We are prosperous because we prosper. We are that. We are prosperity. We are the word alone. Hallelujah. Someone is saying, have a nice day. You have a nice day too. God, show me your words going across in a vision. Have a nice day, sunshine. You have a nice day too, sunshine. <laughs> Potter House. You are a Potter House. You are a Potter House. All of heaven hear me say, you are a Potter House. All of hell hear me say, you are a Potter House. You're more than just a city on a hill. You're more than just a lighthouse or a powerhouse. You are a Potter House. So doing this gospel makeover which is the rest of our remaining time being here in so many ways and words that is demonstrated, but it's actually a makeover because that's restoration to discover who we are and realize who we thought we were, which we did not like. Because if we did like, we'd still be operating in those ways. It feel good not to just be comfortable, not to just be comfortable in our skin. But to be comfortable in the way we think regarding our body, soul, and mind on one accord. Being comfortable how we feel, what we like, what we don't like, what we do, what we would never do. Our differences, our similarities too. We're not here to have no one to feel less than. We're not here to have no one to feel they're not doing enough. They don't make enough. Not pretty enough. Not thin or big enough. Dark or light enough. You are a powerhouse. I'm a powerhouse. And we shine, and we shine, and we shine, even if we're not even aware that we're shining. You are a powerhouse. We are children of God. And as you begin to discover different layers, and I discover more and different layers as you about ourselves. What is it about you that signaturize your difference and my difference as a potter house? How did God shape you as a potter? How did God mold you as a potter? What's so unique about you? that identifies you and separate you at the same time for people to be drawn to God because of what you do. 
What is it about you? What is it about your personality handcrafted by God? Your sense of humor. Your sense of fashion. Don't you ever, don't I ever want to do what you want to do or you do what I want to do if I feel like I have to because I don't know what I or how I or who I really am here. Every word that the world has thrown on us because we've received it, God is dismantling all those words, unveiling all those words away with. We were never broke. We were never poor. We were never without. We never lacked. We are never ugly. We are never a reject. We are never to be unconsidered. We are never doubtful, never angry, never fearful, never in panic. Never. Never. But we are love. We are joy. We are peace. We are patience. We are kindness. We are gentleness. We are faithfulness. We are generosity. And we are self-control. Be comfortable with you. There are so many layers to self-discovery. And I'm not just going to do body today, soul tomorrow. No, all three and one on this episode. Be comfortable with your body. Be comfortable how you are shaped and molded regarding every limb, your eyes, your hair. You even have a smell by God. Your lips, your nose, your neck, your shoulders, your chest, your belly, your back, the way how your bone is structured, your spinal cord, your brain, how it's filled in with all the love of God. Then as though he's shaped and mold, how it is formed in your head. The way how you see with your eyes and hear with your ears. The way how your teeth is, your gums, your tongue, your cheeks. Your legs, your knees. Ankles all the way down to your feet. The way how your blood pumps. How each organ is formed and how it looks. Is shaped and molded by God. And your body and my body comes alongside with our soul and our spirit. So that's being seen out here. What's in your spirit and what's in your soul is being seen in this earth, around this planet, with your body, my body. People can see you. They can hear you. 
they can touch you, receive from you and I, enjoy you and I, laugh with you and I. So who are we to release us as a potter? House of God. Our soul, our personality, there's not one personality exactly like you. The world try to have us to hate who we really are. There's an image for how a woman's supposed to look and how a man's supposed to look. Hallelujah. But that's not who we are. How many times we try to fit in? How many times did we feel like we didn't fit in? How many times we try to really, you know, not lure our way, but try to buy our way into something? Just to be a part of. Sweet talking people and kissing people's tail just to fit in or just to be considered as. How many times you went above and beyond in the wrong direction? How many times somebody had you feel different about who you really are because you don't do what they do, but it looked like what they do is better than what you do. So you feel like you got to keep it going on their level of doing what they've been doing. And it's not even you and it's not even me. Everybody is on their own pace. Know your pace. Know your lane. Know your journey. Know your relationship. Know your yes. I was in rehearsal last week. And we went around and said, what do you get about your walk with God? Sum it all up. And everybody went around. And it's my turn. Stay married to your yes. Whoa, that was good. It's easy for you. You're, you're a talker anyway. Talk show host. Speaking is easy for you. No, it's easy being who I am. It's not easy being who I'm not. I'm not shy. I'm not nervous. That's not me. I felt it because I spoke it. And we have what we say. Whatever you like, that's because that's what you like. And you be okay with that. Even when it comes to the things that we like, if it doesn't benefit us and we do it so much, receive the words of wisdom regarding what we like. It may not be good to like it too much. 
or do less. We may not take it serious enough. Be comfortable to say, you know what? I was a sinner, now I'm a saint. I used to walk in the lie, now I walk in the truth. I used to feel dead inside, now I'm alive. I used to think less of myself, now more than a conqueror, I'm aware. I used to cry, now I'm laughing. And even if I shed any tear, it won't be for long. And it's not coming from the same place. I used to hate when people joned. I hated joning. Because it was cruel. Even though it appeared to be a true, but it still was releasing lies upon what someone's natural state looked like. Look at your dirty shoes. Yeah, they look dirty naturally. But bless all the feet, though. Bless all the feet, though. Look at your clothes. Look at where you live. Look at your nose, boy. Look at your nose, girl. You so short. You so tall, yo. You winky, yo. And then people laughing at it. What's so funny about putting someone down? You can't afford nothing, yo. Huh? And I see how people would laugh on the outside but cry within because once the laughing is over, they're still thinking about what you said because that is a reality, but it's not a kingdom reality. And it just became your natural mentality. So now you begin to feel bad inside about a situation that don't even involve you because you're sitting in heavenly places in it through Christ Jesus as a powerhouse. Looking at an apartment could be mouse infested, neighborhood mouse infested, roach infested, doesn't even matter, that's not even your investment. Your investment is in your yes God, it's in your Jesus. What's the song? Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. Isn't that what we sung as children? And as a child, I was searching for someone who looked like I felt. Where? Where's a person who who loved Christ? Where's a person who's talking about Christ? Where? 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 I got to the point in the second grade, I'm riding my banana seat bike and my friend was riding her bike. I never get that banana seat bike. That bike has some bomb brakes because we lived on nothing but hills. We lived over there by Evans and, you know, H.D. Woodson. I was going to Charles Andrew and 59th is surrounded by nothing but hills. You're going up a hill this way, that way is a hill. Every direction, north, south, east and west is a hill. It's like we was on a mountain <laughs> and it's the only way to go is down or up when you're coming on your way home. 
So that, that bike has some bomb brakes because I needed some brakes going up and down on the hills. <laughs> I'm about going down the hills. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I said to her one day, wait a second. I heard about some fallen angels in my children's Bible book. I know that heaven is up here. Why am I here? Why am I here? She didn't know what to say. She didn't know where that was coming from. We're seven years old. What you mean? No, I'm supposed to be in heaven. I read about we are from heaven. Why am I here? Satan got kicked out of heaven. Did I get kicked out too? And I'm not aware. Am I a child of his? I'm not aware. Am I a descendant of him? I never forget that day. I was walking around just asking myself, how did I get here? And why am I here? I'm supposed to be up there. And as I got older, I began to understand more. But that Jonah, that was killing so many people. The things that our parents would tell us, if somebody messed with you, you knock them upside the head. And I was told, somebody bother you, you go look in the trash can and look for a bottle, crack it on the ground, and bust them upside the head. Huh? That's what you do, you understand me? You either do that or I'm going to beat you. Okay? And every time, somebody try to say something or do something. Girls try to cut my hair a lot. Pull my hair a lot. Wait a second. We used to play fight all the time, but I could tell they wasn't really playing with me. You want to play fight? Nah, let's cheer. No, we're going to play fight. They try to just, you know, come up to you and just start hitting. And I'm hitting back. But you wasn't playing. You were really fighting me. <laughs> you understand? It was like, that was the thing. I don't know why it was. Play fighting. What? And then at the end of the school year, people look at you and just put their hands on, put their fists on each eyeball, like one, two, and hit the nose, like, I got you. And they show you three o'clock. The end of the school year. That's where the fights happen. The end of the school year. What? Scared to death. Everybody, I like they like you the whole year. At the end of the year, got you. What was on that? I gave you my lunch. I ate lunch with I broke bread with you. What do you mean? You understand? So I went into the trash and I cracked a bottle and I chased around the school playground. First grade, second grade, third grade. <laughs> it stopped at third grade. Then have a meeting. We need your parents to come because this is dangerous. Kids are running. They're scared and fearing for their life. They say you running with a bottle in your hand, you cracked on the ground, you got a piece of glass all over the playground. Try to tell you. Well, my mom said, oh God, I done got her intro. But she did. I mean, what am I supposed to do? My mom said. So she had to be like, oh God, I didn't know the child was going to actually do it. Thought, Come on. You threatened me. It's even me doing that. I'm going to be I don't want no beating. You understand? She's sitting there like, you know what? Out of all things to listen to, you're going to listen to this. Man, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. They're going to look at me like, I should be ashamed. You told me. <laughs> told me. <laughs> Glass everywhere from cracking bottles. You understand? 
And after that meeting, I never had another incident. Because when we cheer, you know, it's like if it calls you to, you know, be popular because you're a mascot for the school. You represent in the school. I did, you know, neighborhood cheers and school cheers. The neighborhood cheers are a little rowdy. <laughs> A lot more shaking. <laughs> it was like, bring it on, all or nothing. <laughs> you understand? I was called Goldilocks. I didn't like that. That caused me to not like my hair color. Your hair looks dirty. It looks like sand. Your hair is gold. No one else's hair here is gold. You have freckles on your face. And you can't really tell unless you get very close. But there are other places than my face. And I couldn't stand that. I was always teased, even in the house. You adopted. You don't look like us. You look like them on TV. The white people. Hey, stop lying. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> you understand? The devil tried to snatch our identity. Even when we in, in class, excuse me, in school. How many times we go around the room reading out loud and we like, oh my God, we looking at see who next and go see what passages and go over it a couple of times. So when it's your turn, come on. We're not going to stand up and stutter over no words and stumble over no words in class. People Joan. Make fun and laugh. How cruel is that? That was so cruel. I hated the joning. It hurted my heart. It hurted my heart. I hated that. Everybody from the same neighborhood, same neighborhood, what are you joning about? Okay, somebody didn't get their hair cut. Okay, so what? Now he walking around feeling insecure all day, not even enjoying his childhood. Thinking that and going home saying, and looking at his parents different. Yeah, I got teased. Thanks a lot. They said my hair beady. They said I stink. I'm dirty. People really create those things around. There are people right now holding a grudge that we not even we not even aware that they holding on to from kindergarten. Trust me, I hear it all the time in these seminars and webinars I'm invited to, prayer lines, Zoom prayer lines that I'm invited to. Please pray for me to let go and release the person that joned on me, that joned on my mother for being on drugs. And it bothered me. Or oh, joined on me by my father not being around. It bothered me. Me growing up in this community and they didn't. They were military kids and we weren't. Bothered me. Because I stuttered, bothered me. Try to tell you guys. I hear it all the time. I was going to put an ad in the paper. This was like, what, the beginning of this year and Lisa office around the corner. They don't want much, not that much space. Just to have people to come and just talk to and God said, Cornisha, that's not a good idea. Because you invite anybody to come in your personal space. 
You don't know what their mental state is. They can harm you. There are people going to their psychiatrist and harming them inside of their facility. What security? Some become obsessed because you're helping them and become obsessed. And follow you, call you, so they can't breathe without you. You don't want that, Quisha. I know you mean well. I'm going to do it, but not that way you want me to do it. I'm going to do it how I've written regarding you. How you going to do it. And God's saying right now, you're doing it now. You're doing it now. Hallelujah. All of this is just uprooting things out so we can love being comfortable with who we are. You understand? This gospel makeover is not for any of us to feel less. It's for us to be glad that we don't have to think that we're less anymore. Where you are and you are in a great place. I'm in a great place. It's more than just this. We're coming up higher than where we are. It's going from great to greater to greater to greater to greater than that and greater than that. Yes, you like the house you are in. But guess what? It's written down for you to have a bigger house. Okay? Get over it. <laughs> Don't get too comfortable where you are. You're going to transition. According to the season you are in. So thank you guys for your patience with me. Confusing you with my sweetheart. And I can feel many of you were listening. <laughs> it's all good. I don't regret nothing. I don't regret what I said. I don't regret how I said anything. Because it was true. And that's how I felt. And I thank God for how I feel right now. I thank God I love myself. I thank God I don't want to kill myself. I don't want to destroy myself with any kind of substance. I'm not hiding myself. I'm not hiding from myself. I love how I dress. They used to call me in high school the nanny. Who those who don't know who the nanny is, is a sitcom, a TV show. Of this nanny who is so colorful, dressed very well, but colorful. <laughs> they be like, you wear some color, you are color, you, you dressed, oh, you got a nice style, you colorful. That's you. I was called Punky Brewster. He said, I always wear pink. I didn't know I wore that much pink. Even though I like pink, I wear all colors. They know I have a lot of pink, a lot of pink. <laughs> I was called all kinds of names. <laughs> and it wasn't offensive it was just their description on how they perceived me hallelujah even my last name girls in the hood hood rat oh god <laughs> who responsible for this last name <laughs> what plantation was this you understand where's the hood plantation you understand? Jesus. 
Because our natural last name was what we can't even pronounce. It's African. You understand? It's tribal. You understand? Jesus. Hallelujah. It's okay that my father went to prison when I was five. That's fine. It happened. Nothing to be ashamed about. My mom and my dad and my family, the way how we grew up, middle class. But God still taught us what it's like to not have and things to have. Because sometimes when you have things, you want more of. And I was a child that'd be like, you know, I'm grateful. Thanks, mom. Even though you fix hamburger helper all the time, spaghetti, lasagna, making food that lasts, we hip to what you're doing. You don't want to cook much? <laughs> lasagna sandwich, lasagna stew, okay. Lasagna cereal, okay. We hip to it. Now, even though we grew up, you know, having a lot, every times we were like, you know, where's the milk? You better put some water on it, okay. One time we got bold. Wanna put some soda on it? <laughs> okay, Rock Creek Fruit Punch and Fruity Pebbles. Disgusting. <laughs> I'll let you know right now. Disgusting. <laughs> Jeez, ah. And with her, if you make it, you're going to eat it. Eat all of it. Do you understand? I grew up Jewish. Okay. Tradition, religious, right or wrong, doesn't matter. That's how I grew up. Okay. Doesn't matter. Sometimes our parents, you know, back then, you could be middle class and have things. And there are times where things don't go so well. Okay. We have food stamps. The little bill ones. Okay. I never forget the dollar one was the brown and white one. Okay. So what? Even the ice cream truck took food stamps. So what? Over that. But my father's side wasn't having that. We are the chosen. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Better eat that mossy. Better eat that lamb. I just went to go slaughter and sacrifice it to God. You better eat it. <laughs> Tell you, I had the best of both worlds. Hallelujah. One thing about going to the block parties, you know, and the go-go's growing up, I was always the youngest. During that time, I was young in the early 90s. I'm a late 80s baby. So I'm around my older cousins, you know, and my sister and them act older, much older than I. I'm just a kid. So I'm trying to fit in. I couldn't really fit. I was so young and some of them go-go's, they put me on the stage just so I wouldn't get hurt. She's so cute. I don't want to be cute. I want to look like y'all. Look at her. Oh, she has her overalls. Oh, my God. Look at her ponytails. Don't do that. I want to shake it too. My God. It was that real to Huckabucks, Northeast Groovers, Junkyard, Backyard, any yard band. I'm too young for rare essence, you know, but I hear today, you know, I heard some of them. It's great. You know, what is it? The overnight scenario. I heard it. You understand, but it's just a lot of things I didn't really like. I just wanted to fit in. I didn't like that. I didn't see nobody around who wanted to read the Bible with me. 
I didn't see no one who wanted to, you know, just talk about Christ and the supernatural with me. So I just spent more time with them in my bedroom. Okay, here I am, Daniel. Here I am, Noah. Going to these go-go's and I see how the women dress, the teenagers dress, and how the guys were liking. I'm like, okay, maybe I should dress like that. No, that's not me. I don't even feel right in a bathing suit. I'm trying to tell you. Hallelujah. I never forget, guys, looking around at everybody in the crowd, looking like, okay, be like you. Oh, 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 I should be like you. Okay, wear my hair like yours. Okay, wear jeans like you. Oh, you look nice in your purse. Who goes, oh, you look nice in your princesses, in your princess reboxes. Oh, you look nice in your K-Swiss. Okay, so, okay, wear shoes like you. Wear my hair like you. Okay, you got a track ponytail. Okay, so get track added in the back. Okay, like you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm too young to dye my hair, so, okay, Kool-Aid, okay, you have red, okay, put Kool-Aid in my hair like you, I'm going to dance like you, should I kiss like you? <laughs> I'm not okay with me, and that's how I felt, I'm not okay with me, because no one is letting, them, letting me know they're okay with me. You understand? Do you know how important it is to tell yourself? And don't allow any other words of a day how you feel about yourself and myself creep in. Come in. I never forget the syringes on the ground. It don't matter what neighborhood it was in. It could be a judge. I'm down Georgetown. Syringes on the ground. Walking down Georgetown. Stepfather was working at uh, Banana Republic. One of those stores. The name brand stores down Georgetown. Eddie Bauer. Thank you. He's working at Eddie Bauer. And when we heard about the Emily Rose, which is the movie Exorcist, the house in Georgetown, it was, you know, still, you know, there. But no one could go inside or come in, you know, in the gates. Stuff like that can have you traumatized and have you really not know who you are because you're walking in fear. Now you're walking in fear because people shoot and you got to duck down no matter what neighborhood. You keep thinking about it's only in the neighborhoods that's less fortunate than. There's no such thing as a less fortunate neighborhood. I'm trying to tell you now. I discovered it. Because God is in every neighborhood. It's just that people are more torn down in certain areas than others. And some are more prideful in certain areas than others. By me being out there in the streets preaching, I notice those who don't really seem to have the materials that they really want to have, they feel like they are somebody, they're the ones who's more receptive to hearing encouraging news because they're believing and they're praying for those things. But the ones who already have them due to my preaching and the population is most of them are arrogant and prideful. I don't need to hear what you're saying because I have what I need. So what do I need him for? And I had that said to me many a times.
What do I need God for? Okay, or even I have God. What I need to pray right now for? Everything going good. <laughs> we talking about preach that word to somebody when things are going bad. Ooh, it's storming. And I mean spiritually, it is pouring down. Ooh, showers, showers, showers. No, it's happening right now. I said, Father, you give me a lot to sit on. And I felt some kind of weight because the man of God, you know, I I gave him a lot to sit on. You know, what's coming. Let this man know what's happening now. I was like, Father, I want some some right now. It's showering right now. Your life is changing right now. Every single one of you. These words are life changing on here. They are. They are. They are, 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 because you are, you are, you are. What a powerhouse, a what potter house, a what powerhouse, a what lighthouse, which is a potter house. You may like to dress down. That's you. Don't let nobody change that about you. Because I walked around like, A wannabe as a as a young child. Smart as a whip. Very great with cheering. I noticed this. That once you tap into who you are, you are very comfortable to do what you're called to do. How God calls us to do it. When I'm out in the streets and different neighborhoods, let me tell you, no one has ever harmed me. Those guys in the streets, they protect me more than the ones that were inside of congregations, upon congregations. I'm trying to tell you, don't take that offensively. We don't operate in offense. I'm just making a point. I'm just making a point that those guys that were considered as, you know, needing God and needing to walk in love and needing to get off the streets, those were the ones that asked me the most, do you need us to help protect you while you out here? Because we got you. Nobody going to bother you out here because you're not bothering anybody. You're doing something different. You're, you're showing that you care about us. And these guys were fighting tears because they're from the streets. Somebody give me a half a hug and just look away because they don't want to, you know, break down in the streets because they're going to be considered as a sucker. They just give me a half a hug and look off like, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I can walk around in the neighborhoods two, three in the morning and they looking out for me, making sure no one rape me, take me, disrespect me, abduct me, anything. And I was like, wow, how am I getting home at night and no one's bothering me that I keep hearing about all these crimes? This person got killed where I was just walking at? Wow, minutes before I got there? Well, wow, thank you, God. And they started telling me, you know, we're protecting you. We oh we got an aisle for we didn't the whole, you know, the whole area know. The whole Livingston Road. The whole South Capitol. We let the whole, you know, area know. Don't touch her. Leave her alone. She's with us. She's with us. Cause I don't go out here 
saying, stop doing this. Or you wrong for doing it. I can ask you, do you know Jesus without even asking you that? Because I don't even have to ask you that by me walking with Christ. And by me having him on the inside. Because I know what it looked like to have Christ walking alongside with us because he would never leave. And we're not even aware that he's there. I know what that looks like. A lot of those guys feel like, you know what? That's all I know is the street life. I'm not like the other boys. I didn't have no man hugging me, telling me, you know, I'm going to be somebody in life. And some we say, oh, that's just an excuse. You should, you, there's no excuse where you can't. Some people use that as their excuse or use that as why they do what they do. We can't sit there and speak for people. We can't, we have to stop doing that. Oh, I made some myself. Well, good. I'm glad you did. Now you help them. God told me the other day, don't you ever walk away from the DMV area. Now you can move outside. It doesn't matter. I don't care. You can, I, I can move you in the suburbs. It doesn't matter. But don't you ever walk away from them. Turn your nose up and down any neighborhood, any nation, any place. Because it's all under me, God says. It's all under God. One nation is one nation. Not just America, everywhere. One nation under him. And sometimes we go places and be like, it looks nasty. God had me to just ride around in different neighborhoods. And I couldn't believe what I see. Nasty. And the kids don't know no better. That's all they've been exposed to. For those who've been exposed only to that way of living. How am I going to treat you how I see you and see you the way that God doesn't see you? I cannot clean up the buildings, clean up the restaurants, clean up the streets. I have to clean up the souls that are in the streets. Because I too have a dream, just like you. I have an event coming up soon. If I'm not mistaken, a Lincoln Memorial, I try to write down things on the wall, on the paper, on the wall, and stick it on my wall, stick it different places to remind myself. It's a shatterproof event. This one is coming up in uh, September 20. No, that's St. Jude. Uh, October 21st, but there's one before then. And it's at the Lincoln, and it's about those who have a loved one who killed themselves suicide or for those who wanted to do suicide and didn't go through with it and God giving me you know a word to give while we're there very sensitive you know event because the devil tried to take those out who are there and all they could think about is their testimony yeah I was going to get that rope to hang myself I was going to drive my car off that bridge off that cliff yeah but I wasn't I was going to sit in my garage and just, you know, close the garage door and have my car running and just die in carbon monoxide. Yeah, I was going to just slip my vein. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to. I was going to. God had me to sit in meetings, you know, look up different places where people go at and meet up, not just AA and NA meetings, meetings where people feel bulimic, bulimic. I'm too skinny. I mean, I'm too fat, and they like 20, 30 pounds. And they look in the mirror, they just see a blimp. 
and they just, you know, malnourished and, you know, they're deteriorating inside. Pale, fragile, can't even stand up. They pass out so much. Everything they eat, they throw up. They think they're too big. So they're mental. Satan got in their head. And God had me to sit there. And I've been, you know, going and investing in places like that. Even just going to an AA meeting, God will have me. It's been three days. I've been sober. Good for you. Yay. All right. Happy for you. Okay. Yeah. People care. People supported me. Yes. You understand? Hallelujah. I don't take the camera places because that's the kind of places I'd be at. Now, who wants to be on the camera? This is my fourth year, you know, of heroin. I have, I have rights to see my children now. I can have visits. Come on. I don't mind recording. But when I go, I'd rather not record. I'd rather God do it. He knows how to show what he's doing. And there are times he'll let me do it. But places like that, I'd rather not. And the reason why I don't on the highway and byway, I wish I could have just shown you guys what it looked like to be out there and how hungry people are for just God. Good news. They were honking. You just imagine traffic on Branch Avenue. You're right there at the intersection, right by the Iverson Mall, the, the Mall of Heights. You're at the light where Bojangles are. Right there where, what's the name of that place, God? Habashi. Uh, the smoothie place. Bojangles, all of that. Chipotle, but make the, with, you know, kids for less. Where, you know, Iverson Mall is. For those who know about that area. Right at that intersection. You got direction, traffic coming from every direction. In and out of Clinton, going back and forth a branch. Back and forth St. Bonimus, Silver Hill Road, Suitland Road, Temple Hills. And they were just beeping their horns nonstop because the sign says, don't give up. Many was yelling out, we won't. Thank you. I needed that. That's what's up. Some was smoking. That's why they want to record because some people just, you know, they smoking. And you never know. Somebody could be in a car with somebody they're not supposed to be in a car with. Somebody could call off from work and they out there in a the car tomorrow. They at home sick. So I think about all of that while I'm out there and about. You understand? Because things like that have happened. Somebody recorded me preaching on the train one time and somebody yelled out, oh man, why don't you shut up? I don't want to hear that. And guess what? How do you think they're going to feel when, when people start seeing that more and more and they're the ones who said it. They look at themselves like, dang, I done told somebody to shut up who was preaching and I got caught doing it. And yeah, I'm sitting here in the sanctuary. Oh God, the pastor going to be mad at me. You understand? Stuff like that. And I didn't capture that one. <laughs> you understand? Just let you guys know. That's why I don't record much. Just like when you get caught in that camera, when your tag get caught from running the red light, <laughs> and it, it, it take that picture, I'm going to testify. I see my car. Hold up. I don't get tickets because I don't speed. You understand? God revealed that to me. 
Somebody can have their own vehicle and just get a copy made of your key to drive your car around just to change up the scenery because what they're doing in their own car. You know what? I see my car. God had me to see that ticket in somebody's house. Hold up. That's my car. I know my tags. <laughs> I purchased them. Things like that I learned by heart. I knew my tags by heart. I know my, you know, my identification number or my license by heart. You know, my routing number, my account number, I know all that by heart. I learned things like that by heart. So I don't have to pull it out so much. And I say, my car, hold up. Who in my car? And I got into, you know, a conversation about it. And it was, you know, I just wanted to use yours because, hold on, how you get my key? Well, I, I got the copy, you know, that you, you know, you keep a copy. I know where you keep your copy. Hold up. And then you sped in my car and got my tickets captured. I don't have no flags, no red flags on my license. I don't have nothing on my license, nothing on my record. Don't you ever, and I'm telling you, I meant ever, 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 ever. You understand? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I let them have it. I'm, I'm being nice how I'm talking to y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was not the original cue. That was the, you know, a cue who I thought I was. But to be honest, I'm saying talking trash. I wasn't, you know, I'm not even like that. <laughs> no. But I'm not, I wasn't having it, though. But I'm not a person that just be like, you know, I'm not violent at all. No. But I was like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Jesus. But I thank God, though, that every time that I held things in too long and I just exploded like we normally do, we hold things in too long. I thank God that I never retaliated to the point where I ended up in jail or somebody ended up hurt. Because it happens to the, the most quiet people in the world. Sweetest person in the world could be in jail for exploding. And I thank God that never happened to me. Hallelujah. And by your listening, it didn't happen to you. Hallelujah. And if it did, you learned from it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so during this time, this final move of gospel makeover, this has nothing to do with Quenisha. It has everything to do with God's vision that he released to Quenisha regarding his final move. Yes, I have a book called Gospel Makeover, but it's so much bigger than just that. <laughs> this is involving what you are doing in and as minister yourself because you are ministry. You are the minister. <laughs> you are the discipleship. You are the apostleship. You are epistolic. You are the word alone. You are a potter house. Every word that we receive that's not us, God is throwing that away, away with. And we're receiving a sclaxophone. God showed me a sclaxophone. Oh, God, sclaxophone. Father, I can spell it, but you know, sclaxophone? Yeah, sclaxophone. God has showed me that. Do, do, do. That with the colors on it. <laughs> yeah, sclaxophone. Glad I found something like that. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who wants me to look it up very fast? I have four minutes. It's about you and I. It's a sign. Sclatophone. Okay. Okay, God. Quickly, quickly, quickly. I have four minutes. Sclatophone. The easy expression of your passions and feelings. Unexpected happiness. There's a chance that you will finally meet the love of your life. And once you meet and once you receive the love of your life, there goes your life change forever. Creativity and passion. Perfect harmony. Wonderment. If you have not met your person yet, you will soon. And if you have, you are walking in perfect harmony together. Predict life changes. It's a lot with that, guys. (laughs) You're achieving your greatest ambitions with recognition and honor. So it's okay to want to be with someone and be married, you know, with the person God has for us. It's not okay if we we lie about it. You understand? It's okay to want somebody. But want who God wants. That's the best part about it. You understand? God, I want what you want. And if you want that, you have that. If you have not met the person yet, like the word says, God just showed me to tell you, you will meet very soon. And for those who have already met, you will enjoy the perfect harmony as you are now, much more. Hallelujah. God says demonstration, it's demonstration time. And he's not talking about you demonstrating what he said. It's him being demonstrated through you regarding what he said. So he's manifesting what he said in your life, in my life, now. But unexpect, unexpect is to be expected. To unexpect is to be expected. So enjoy discovering what you like and don't let no one take that away from you. I don't like broccoli. Girl, you tripping. Man, you tripping. I don't like broccoli. You tripping, y'all. I don't exercise as much as you do. Man, you tripping. And I'm not to make you feel like you're less healthier or you're going to be sick or you're this because you don't. Hey, hold up. We we are the healed. What are you talking about? I cannot put what I like on you or what you like on me. You don't wear curls all the time. You don't like wearing pink all the time. You may not be, you know what I'm saying, razzle-dazzle all the time. But be good and be comfortable with your goodness. Know that you are a part of house. A part of house. And be comfortable with that. Don't just be comfortable with the skin you're in. Be comfortable as you as a three-part being. Hallelujah. Whatever you like, like it for you. Like you because you are you. Love yourself. Because how can we love anybody else if we don't love ourselves? Hallelujah. I love you. It's my time for now. Greater is he who is in us. He who is in the world. Enjoy you. You are a Potter House.